Welcome to the Bourbon Library After Hours. Each week on After Hours, Ryan and I sit down to explore further into the wide world of whiskey by tasting and reviewing whiskeys without the limits of our featured bottle being bourbon. I hope you join us in this journey to challenge and expand our whiskey knowledge. Our show starts now. Well, this comes off the heels of our visit to Black Button. You picked this bottle up from there, um, and it was kind of eyeing us the whole time. I feel like I saw it was like a weird shape. It was dark. Yep. And it said single reserve. It said reserve on it. That's always single barrel reserve is uh, very enticing. So Black Button Distilling is a uh, farm distillery out in Rochester, New York. Uh, we just spent a few days there working on our Empire Rye documentary. Had a chance to sit down with Jason, who's the uh, owner, uh, founder, uh, and Jeff, who is their distiller. Yep. Uh, we did a small little tasting with him. Uh, great dudes. Really nice day spent at a distillery. Uh, they, <laughs> I'm actually kind of blown away by this, and I'm actually really curious to try it. So this is barrel number 406. The proof is 118. Uh, that's, that's pretty high it's Pretty high. Uh, for us lately. And uh, it's a uh, straight bourbon whiskey finished in port casks. Now, here's what's interesting. Sometimes you finish things because maybe they're a little young or they're not that good. So you might finish them in something else. Uh, or you found a perfect way to blend these two things and finishes are, I mean, finishing is really cool. I don't think it's a cheat. I think some people cheat, but I don't think it's a cheat. Uh, what they've done here, and I haven't tasted this yet. It could, I could, you know, who know, who knows? Loyalties aside, uh, like I said, great day at a distillery, but loyalties decide, aside, we could not like it. I don't know. But they they did it for what? They it aged for two years? They aged it in oak barrels for two years. For like-, like a regular bourbon, two years in the barrel. Then they took it out and they finished it for three years. In a port cask. In a port cask. Now, most finishes are like between like five weeks and three months. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of unheard of to go you don't do, all the way in. You like don't that. do finishes for very long because it, it, it will take in a lot of flavor of that barrel. So finishing is basically dumping it in a, in a second-use barrel. So something that had been aging a port cask or a port uh, you know, now emptied, maybe even cleaned out, but the but the juice yeah. is still there. They in the do wood. it. They do it in in beer. They'll they'll put uh, beer in a bourbon barrel for a little bit to absorb that taste. Right. And then, right. So uh, three years in a port cast. It's a long time. It's a long time. I'm gonna pour it real quick for us here. Yeah. Ooh, I am so curious. Okay, it's nice and dark. I'll tell you that much. It almost looks like a stout or something. That's good. Okay. Well, we definitely look, or like a wine. I mean, truly looks like a wine. Um, okay. <laughs> Whoa. The nose is wild. I got to remember. Oh, wow. Huh. Remember its base. It's a, bo- a bourbon. Yeah. So I can. I smell that bourbon for sure. I smell young bourbon in there for sure. Like yeah. A, yeah, I yeah. smell that yeasty young bourbon. Yep. But that, but also like right out of the gate, you do get that fruity port kind of 
Mm-hmm. It's like bread and berries. Yeah, bread and berries. That's a great way to describe it. Mm. This is also an expensive bottle, I'll say. It was $150. Yeah. A buck 50, as Jeff said. Buck 50. Uh, but you know what? It's worth it when you want to try something and, a little special. And it's a single barrel. And we saw how they pick single barrels. They, they take them aside. They really evaluate their single yeah. barrels. Yeah. And they look for if it can be a well-balanced standalone product. Or if it needs to blend. Right, and so they go through and they pick those. So this was picked, and then it's kind of an ex- must have been experimental. I mean, I guess finishing in any kind of cast, especially for three years, three is years is really something. Yeah, what I found interesting too about their their uh, the way they did it was, or the way they like test stuff. They do it every day right after lunch, mm-hmm. and every single day they're testing stuff and seeing where stuff's at, and it's a pretty pretty damn good job, and. Uh, they don't talk to each other while they're doing it normally. They talk to us because we are filming them, but they don't normally talk to one another because they they want they don't want to inform one another of their opinions until they have yeah. formed their own opinion and then brought both of those to the table. And I think when they have a general consensus that happens, like if they're in agreement on something, it happened because they both made their own individual evaluation, which I think yeah. is very cool. Um, and then they kind of agree to something. And I know something I thought was interesting about Jeff that you don't always hear in everybody. He likes that barrel taste. He wants stuff to wants sit in a barrel oak. for a while. He wants yeah. that oakiness. Uh, and I don't think that was Jason's exact sort of thing. But um, no. no. All right. Let's give this a taste. Oh, that proof is high. You can taste. Yeah. Burns right off the, the front. Huh. First impressions? Um, I don't like the nose, if I'm going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like the nose. No, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't, I'm not a fan of this. And it's not a, it's not a strike against their whole yeah. brand because we tasted some delicious stuff while we were there. Oh my God, we had a great bourbon while we were there. Uh, what was, and rye. We tried had, both. We tried both, and but their the bourbon we tried. The bourbon. <laughs> We've recorded a few episodes. Uh, the bourbon we tried, uh, they had decided in that moment while they were with us that it was going to be a single barrel. They both looked mm-hmm. really like, wow. So we got really lucky that, that that was the case. But I do. I I like the port flavor in this. I, I, what I think would have been better is to age the bourbon a little longer. Maybe and reverse it. Maybe. I, yeah, I would do three and two. Three years is interesting because I wonder at what point it soaked up everything. Do you stop getting anything? And from then it? the bourbon's not getting any fresh wood at that point. But yeah. it's still aging. Uh, yeah. I would almost be curious to do like uh, you take a two-year bourbon, put it in a port cast for two years, and then put it in another fresh barrel for two years. Uh, like a double, uh, yeah. Oak, but <laughs> that'd be interesting. I really like the finish on this. I don't like the nose. I don't think it's that inviting. I think it's a little yeasty for my taste. Some people love that young, yeasty, bready. Who are they? Uh, they're out there. I okay. think there's a growing number of people who enjoy that, that are outside of us. I could be wrong about that. But uh, I don't love the nose, I mean, if I'm being completely honest. It's not super inviting, no. But I think that the finish is good. It's interesting. It's sweet. It's like, I mean, it's pork. Yeah, I don't actually know that much about port, so I, I I taste like some of those that dark fruit, but I don't know. But the best way you described it perfectly out of the game, which is bread and berries. Mm-hmm. This is bread and berries. So if that's an enticing flavor combo for you, then you might really enjoy this. Um, 
And I would be well. It's also a single barrel, so I'd be super it's curious. Be different for. A, I'd be curious to try different barrels of this too, because mm-hmm. we know that 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 can make a world of difference. Absolutely. Uh, Second taste. We're also coming off of a rye. Yeah, so true. That's a good point. Yeah. Second taste much better, and I really can taste like more berries and stuff. Yeah, I really like. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I'm really saying. Good. The finish is super solid. Yeah, I just don't like that. And the lingering flavor notes at all. Like I can't. Yeah, it's, it's automatic. I, no matter. I don't. It's hard I struggle to see with those. Uh, all the other good a young qualities. Yeah. yeah, a young harsher bourbon maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this case, I don't know that they're cheating. Because they still sat it in a barrel for three years. They're not no fucking cheating. around if they're it's doing that. Cheating is the wrong way to, to is not pitch even it. a yeah, no, the cheating is if you don't make it at all. Yeah. Whiskey's uh, hard hard to make, you know. It's yeah. like whatever you do, if you finish it in something, that's yeah a, a valid it's it's valid, you know. Sign it's a scientific experimentation. It really is. Especially I like it too, because they have a lot of their core product, you know, their core whiskeys are really good, solid. Yeah. It's like what do yeah. you do? Like you keep obviously you keep sharing those and then you go and do these experiments ex- cool what experiments if we did this like three years forecast for three years i mean that's wow i will say this has one of the yummiest i think it's corn forward too that's what we're, mm. we yeah we did have a we were drinking a rye earlier and that may have impacted sort of the palate a little bit as well mm. Mm. it is good mm. it is good now that you say corn though you taste the on corn. the nose and in the very beginning. What I was just tasting is bread. I'm actually getting the corn notes now. It's corn, yeah, not bread, <clears throat> yeah. But I'm liking it. I'm really liking that part of it. I'm enjoying that part of it. Yeah, I think too. Just like you know, the it's what is one eighteen proof, so it's you know a little hot off the. I don't. I honestly cannot believe that's one hundred eighteen proof because it's. It just doesn't feel. It doesn't sizzle necessarily. Oh, I'm getting. Well, I don't know. We might have messed our palates up from drinking whiskey straight all the time. <laughs> Not messed them up, but, you know. Um, no, we certainly messed our livers up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I think it's got one of the yummiest finishes I've had in a while uh, uh, and a finish that lingers for a long time. Yeah, a really, really does. sweet, yummy uh, finish. For that alone, it, I, I would I, – I, I'm going to remember this one as the peanut butter and jelly bourbon. Mm, mm, yeah, absolutely. That's what it is it's for a me. peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And uh, frankly, I don't care what bread you use almost always for the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They're all fucking... You don't it's all like the them. right choice. Oh, you do like I think the peanut butter and jelly is the thing that's the great combo. And then the bread, mm. you know, whatever. It's almost like this or white bread or whatever. Maybe I'm... <laughs> Maybe I'm uh, you're gonna you're gonna start a riot here. With the, I know amongst yeah. the bread folks. All right, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. What's your favorite? Let us know. Bread wise, yeah. You don't have a preference. Uh, listen, I grew up probably on white bread, and if mom thought she was being healthy, wheat bread. As an adult, I probably had it on like sourdough or some fancy version mm-hmm. of it. Uh, that seems a little wacky, but or rye bread or whatever. But I love just a soft white like Wonder Bread. Really? Peanut butter and jelly. Because it's just a vehicle for the peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I mean, it dissolves. And yeah. You know, like once like, any yeah. liquid hits white bread, it yeah. just shrinks away. It shrinks away. into nothing. It turns into nothing. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. This is the peanut butter and jelly. I would, if I were them. <laughs> Call it peanut butter and jelly? Uh, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I would I would want to like uh, A B test this one where you call it the single barrel reserve, really gorgeous, sexy bottle. Mm-hmm. Another one where you call it the your like, peanut butter and jelly, like like black black button distilling presents peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. And unflavored, like natural, like it's like what has actually happened, but it just has that vibe to it. Uh, I know flavored whiskeys are kind of on the rise, which I'm a little nervous about, frankly. But uh, mm. I don't like the idea of flavoring anything in that way. But and that's not what this is by any means. Uh, but I do think that uh, I don't know. There's a marketer in me that thinks that would actually work. <laughs> Who knows? These guys are smarter than we are, but they have a team. They have a team. Jason's a marketing machine. Mm. Absolutely. All right. Well, any closing thoughts on this one? No, I mean, the only closing thought I would say is uh, if you're in the Rochester area, definitely visit Black Button. It's a, it's a fun space and uh, lots of good whiskey options for people. So let's talk about that for one second. Before we close out, that's what I always do. I'm like, well, what else do we have to say? Rochester. Rochester, New York. Uh, the reason we went there is we were working on our Empire Rye documentary, which we've mentioned in previous episodes, all about New York's rye whiskey. Uh, and Black Button Distilling happens to be one of the founding members of that organization. Uh, and so we were going there to talk about their rye. Uh, we had the good fortune of going to a liquor shop uh, that has a Empire Rye section. Uh, they also let us taste some special bottles, including uh, Finger Lakes Distilling Mackenzie's single, another single barrel whiskey single that barrel you really go. love that yeah. we're going to do on another episode. So uh, pay attention to that. Um, but... Uh, Rochester is, we live in, in the Hudson Valley. Rochester is another three and a half hours north towards Canada. Uh, it's very cold. We were very cold. we were very cold the whole time, to the yeah. bone. It's on, it's on the lake. It snowed uh, quite snow a bit. Yeah. Uh, we were in a bit of a snowstorm. It was great. I loved yeah. it. It's very cozy and horrible all at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, we went to a, uh, a great liquor store. What was it called? Park Parkway. 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 Talk to George. And you would. They're next to a bingo shop and a karate store. Uh, and you would karate uh, store. <laughs> a karate dojo. You would never know that there's this great liquor store right there. It's got kind of the cheesy old yellow sign. Like yeah. it's just it's been it's there discount liquor and spirits or whatever yes. liquor and wine. Uh, hell of a good selection. Mm-hmm. And a really discerning uh, bar or uh, discerning um, folks that work there. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, and then we went to a great cocktail bar uh, where our friend Anthony. The cocktail bar Anthony. Yeah. Anthony. The, co- the cub room. The cub room uh, in Rochester. Anthony, hell of a bartender, mixologist, made us some seriously great cocktails. Uh, all with Empire Rise. Uh, so he knows Jason very well from Black Button Distilling, and he uses their stuff. He also, uh, fun fact, they made a cub room Empire Rye uh, from our friends at New York Distilling, which we did in a previous episode. Uh, they they use their ragtime rye, and they call it the cub room rye. They pick the barrels and all right. that stuff. They have their own, yeah. Because so it's a little higher proof. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, Rochester is amazing. If you get into, if you're from oh, yeah. New York State, uh, go check it out. If you're not, uh, I don't know, on your way to Canada or Maine or passing or through, passing through, find up, find, go to the Cub Room, go to Parkway, and go to Black Button Distillery. And there sounds like there's a bunch of other really great stuff there. We only got to see it for uh, a pure second, um, but that's that, folks. 
Uh, now we're really closing. I'm going to have one last sip of this peanut butter and jelly. Mm. Cheers. I liked it better and better. All right. Cheers. Hey, we forgot to say it. To drink is to live. Uh. That was After Hours. Thanks for listening. Did you like what you heard? Join us at the Bourbon Library for more. And remember to rate, review, and share our show with friends. It's more fun drinking together. All right, until next time. Cheers. <laughs>